In today's episode, we're talking about how life is not fair, but God is fair. Why? How? Let's find out. And if you want to upgrade your money mindset, then click on the link www.millionairefoundations.com and watch my free training. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about life not being fair. And this topic came into being while well, I just went out for a, for a meal with a few of my college friends, actually, way back since I was 16 years old. And women that I absolutely love and adore. And it became very apparent, you know, from our conversations that life has treated each one of us in a different way and has not been fair in some regards in different categories, you know, be it relationships, love, money, whatever. And it got me thinking about this one point that that I was making in that conversation and I wanted to bring it to you today, which is life seemingly does not seem to be fair a lot of the times you know when you look at life as it is for everyone right you can say life isn't fair why is someone you know born with you know they're taller they're shorter they are slimmer they have this they have they're born with that in that background they're born in this country they're born in that country they're born with you know the silver spoon in their mouth they're not born with the silver spoon in their mouth. They're, they're born with both parents without parents you know as an on and on right people are born with different gifts and talents and abilities and then certain privileges or lack and scarcity and so forth right so this happens all the time and we have to admit to this point and as a as a money mindset coach I really want you to own and accept this point that life is not fair and life should not be fair why should it be fair it's not fair it isn't right and and you and everything you think is a privilege or a gift can be seen as a burden by someone else. If example, a lot of people say people who are very good looking, they get all the advantages and so forth. Same time, this has been done shown time and time and time again. If you are an above average female in, in terms of looks wise, or a man as well. If you are very, very beautiful, you will be persecuted against the opposite way. So people assume that you're arrogant. People assume things about you. So you do have the poor little pretty girl kind of syndrome, right? And same thing for a man as well. I'm just speaking one example. There are many other examples. People who are born into very, very wealthy families have said other disadvantages, which you may, I may not be aware of because we weren't born in those rich families, okay? So whether you see something as an advantage or not is is a subjective thing as well. It's your perspective of thing. But as an as a bystander, as just when you look at life in general, you can say, well, life isn't fair because some people get opportunities and others don't. And I want you to accept that. I want you to own that. I want you to stop fighting it. I want you to believe, okay, so fine, life isn't fair. Now, so what do you do about it? This is where faith comes in. And I am coming from the Muslim perspective, and now because I am a practicing Muslim. But also, you know, when you look at the Bhagavad Gita, when you look at the Old Testament, when you look at the Bible, the New Testament, throughout these religious texts, 
divine energy is telling you that yes, life may not seem fair, may at times it's actually not fair, but God is always fair. Your life is, you know, is being taken, you're, you are being taken care of by this universal energy, by divine energy, and God is fair. Yes, you may not have certain talents, but then you are not set to do certain things. Your life purpose is not the same as everybody else's. For example, you may not have the ability, football playing ability that um, some of the, you know, like Ronaldo or Masi, right? But maybe your life purpose is not to be a football star. Maybe you have the gift of archery or you have the gift of um, mathematics or you have something else every single person has in within them inherent gifts and talents and abilities now god gives those gifts and talents abilities to you in your in your dna in your psyche in your energy in your person it's up to you to cultivate those talents and abilities and bring it forward and therefore we are given certain desires for that as well so let me show you where i'm going with this Life is not fair because you you can't have the talents everybody else has. You can't have the things everybody else has. But sometimes if you think about it, you don't want it. There are many people who don't want to have name and fame. They don't want people to know in the, in, in the private lives. Although for a fact that when I was talking to one of my friends, she's very private. She doesn't want anyone knowing her business. There are other people who want to have name and fame, whatever. Depending on your desires, you will have the abilities to, t- you know, to fulfill those desires. So this is the point I was making to them today. That life is not fair. Not everyone has the same talents and abilities and gifts and privileges and so forth. But God is so fair. God gives you all the talents and abilities and makes way for you, gives you all the resources necessary for you to fulfill your desires. As long as you have faith and you're willing to go out and fulfill those desires. Right. So let me give an example. Somebody could be born in a very, very poor background. I actually remember I interviewed someone and I'm going to bring his up because I think he's a prime example for this. He's he's actually my mentor in, in my investments and someone I absolutely love and admire. And that's Robert Rowley, right? So I, his interview I did recently. So you can go back a few episodes, I both on the podcast and on the YouTube channel, go back and have a look at his interview. Robert Rowley was born in a very, very poor household in uh, in Europe. And he was born in, uh, you know, in, in, in just really dire circumstances. It was really, really if you look at his, um, his, if you listen to his interview, you understand the severity of what it was. But he grew up with a desire not to be poor. He wanted to be wealthy. So he was given this desire. Did he have the abilities? He didn't have the resources to buy the books. So what did he do? He went and read all the books from the library. He rented the books out and he read a book a day or something like that, something crazy. He read about 300 something books in one year, right? On all sales and marketing to be able to build his business. So when he left university, at the same time, he built his business up. So then he just took off. And then he learned about uh, investing and then he learned about so many other things. But the point being, this young boy who was born in a very, very poor household, and at that time, it would be Eastern Europe. It was, I think, um, I think he's from Romania or Slovakia. Romania, I think it is. He, he's born, he was born in Eastern Europe, which was uh, at that time under, less, under this really harsh regime. And by all circumstances, it was unfair. Right. He was he was his parents did not have much money and he shouldn't he should he grew up in poverty. He should stay in poverty. 
but he had the desire to be wealthy. So what did he do? He learned about it. He 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 went out and learned how to, okay, so how do you become wealthy? You have to have a business. So he learned about business, but nobody in his family ever did business before. So he learned how to, you know, how could he go learn from business, you know, about running a successful business? He didn't have mentors at that time. So he went to, he reverted to books. He just read lots of books and he read lots and lots of books and learned about business. And then he built on it. And then he, then when he was able to make a little bit of money, then he was able to go and get um, um, mentors like Brian Tracy, who helped him to build even further and now he is where he is the multi-multi-millionaire that he is at the moment and highly successful that he's helping other entrepreneurs and other people with their investments right that's one example there are many many examples like that there are few people who in this world who are born with a silver spoon in the mouth but lots of any successful entrepreneur that you've seen would be someone who had a desire and then went out and worked hard for it and then fulfilled that desire i'm i'm also one of those people i can give you my example i you, you those of you who know my story that I, my father was very, very wealthy. He remarried. My mother left my father. We we went from riches to rags to the point where we didn't have cutlery and we didn't have you you know um, dinner plates or anything like that. We 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 were eating out of yogurt pots and uh, and you know using plastic ut- uh, you know utensils, whatever else. It was it was it was really really. And we I remember staying in a house which had holes in it. There were mouth there were mice infestation, all sorts of rubbish, right? So I grew up there and then we we ended up moving to London and then I grew up in East London and I lived in a ghetto council estate. I also grew up as a dyslexic person. Then I had studied really hard to get to where I was. I am so forth. I mean, my life has not been easy yet. When I look at my life and what's, what's, and on all the things that the curveballs that were thrown at me, which not one, but two failed marriages, and being married to two really, really horrible, nasty, well, the second one really being narcissistic, the first one being um, bipolar, and the second one being narcissistic person. My life is, is, is the epitome of, uh, of tragedy, right? But I don't see myself as a victim, and I turn my life around. And now, alhamdulillah, I run not one, but three multi-seven-figure um, businesses. And, and I'm very successful at it. And I and I have a very successful podcast and I talk about my life and I talk about it so openly and I have a best-selling book and so forth. And I can, I can just rant on all the achievements that Allah has blessed me with, right? But if I think about it, this one child, this child who was growing up in poverty in East London, in the ghettos of East London, why, why should she be where she is at the moment, right? They make no logical sense. Life isn't fair. And I can sit there and scream about how life isn't fair, life isn't fair, or I can take what I have and make the best use of it. But why? how can you do that? You need to have faith in divine source energy. The divine source energy is not just giving you some random things. Divine source energy has a plan for you. God has a plan for you. And two, God has given you the desires to show you what his plan is for you. So if you... How if God's plan for you is to become wealthy, that's why you have the desire to be wealthy. If God's plan is for you to be a pianist, that's why you have the desire to play the piano. If God's desire is for you to be, a, you know, a mathematician, that's why you'll have the desire to be great at maths and you know to go and do a math degree and so forth, right? God places those desires in your heart so that you are able to fulfill those desires. And in order for you to fulfill those desires, you have to go and work for it. And through that effort that you put into it you are living your life purpose that god has designed for you does that make sense right so this is why no two people will have a similar desire and even if they seemingly outwards is a dissimilar desire they have different motivations for it so someone can look at me and say oh well i'm very ambitious and i want to make lots of money yes it's true i do right this, that's true but why what's my desire what's my what's motivating my desire why why do i want to be wealthy what is that motivates me what what wants me 
what makes you want to get out of bed and what you know work on all, all these individual businesses it's not necessarily you know what maybe true for someone else somebody else may want a, a bentley or a or a car or a holiday or something else i may want something else i'm not saying there's anything wrong with wanting a bentley or a holiday nothing at all about it but i'm saying the motivation to make wealth will be different for different people right but the desires you have are given to you by god and the talent and abilities you already either have or you can develop to fulfill those desires because God's never fair and fair. So life may be unfair, but God's always fair. If you've been given a desire, you can either make excuses as to why you cannot get those desires because you're born in the wrong country, because you're born into the right, wrong household, you're born into the wrong gender, you're born into the wrong environment, wrong century, whatever. You can come up with a million excuses as to why you cannot go out and fulfill your desires. Or two... You can believe that you may be born in the most disadvantageous you know, circumstances. You may have everything working against you. But if you have a desire that's been placed in your heart by divine society that you should go and fulfill this or you should go and do X, Y, Z, or you should create something, then divine society will make a way for you. you. The resources will be made available to you and you will either have the talents and abilities or two, develop the talent and abilities required to fulfill those desires. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. This is where faith comes in. This is where you have to believe that your life purpose is greater than your awareness. Your knowledge of yourself is not as grand as devices and it's knowledge of you. So God knows you better than you know yourself. God's plan for you is better than you have plans for yourself. You, Your job is to recognize the desires and to fulfill the desires to the best of your abilities. Now, when I'm talking about desires, I'm talking about those healthy desires, not the desire to harm someone else. Those are negative, those which come from Satan, which come from dark energies. Let's not talk about that. I'm talking about healthy desires of being, you know, being in a healthy relationship, being, um, be having a successful business, having a successful job, having a healthy body, having a healthy environment. Those healthy desires that you have, they come from divine energy. And if you've been given a particular desire for anything, anything that trust me, believe me, and know this, the device's energy would either get, has already given you the talent abilities and they're late and you haven't developed them, or you will be given those talent abilities or the seed for those for those talent abilities is already there and you have to cultivate it, you have to develop those, those talents and abilities, but you will become successful at it and you will achieve everything you have. All the resources you need to be, achieve those desires will be made available to you. Let's use an example. So if you have an desire at the moment, for example, you could be maybe working at a 95 at the moment and you're making maybe 30, 35K, the average wage at the moment in the UK. So if you're currently making the average wage and you have a desire in your heart to have your own business and to have a, run a seven-figure business, as long as you have that desire, know that you can do it. And it doesn't matter where you are at the moment, you just have to have that desire and become aware of the desire and then realize if you've been given the desire and it's a healthy desire, this desire is coming from divine energy itself, it's coming from God itself. If God is placing the desire in your heart, then it doesn't matter how many disadvantages or how many negative things or how many obstacles are in the way of you achieving this particular desire, you will get there. You just have to remain faithful to this objection, to this goal, and know that everything will be made available to you, but you have to put the hard work in, into it as well. You can't expect 
you know, nobody's born as a as a brilliant business person, right? There are a few people who have, you know, who have a really great um, affinity for business and they have certain talents which make them really successful at business, but no one's born a business person. You develop the skills to be a successful business person on the way of running a successful business. That's how you learn, right? You learn on the job. So if you have the desire to run a successful seven or eight figure business, then know that you have the ability for it. Even if the ability isn't known to you because at the moment you're maybe in employment, you're working nine to five and you're only making 50 or 35, 50K um, annually. Whereas your desire is to make 100K um, on a monthly basis. So if that's the case, know that you can. You just have to understand and accept that desire and then find a way to make it a reality. And there are different ways for it. I mean, if you've been given a desire there will be 10 different routes available to you to fulfill that desire. You just have to hold on to the faith that if God has given you desire, then God has given you the ability to go with it to fulfill that desire. People have this idea that we have all these wishes and all these desires and God just dangles his character in front of us and expects us to run after it and that's it. And that's why we're running after it. No, we're not. That's not how God operates. I really want you to stop that thinking, okay? God isn't this malicious this or this this awful entity out there to hurt you to cause you pain no not at all and I was having this discussion with another friend today and when I was saying you know one one, another, one of my friend is going through a lot of trials and tribulations and I really really feel that divine energy is really testing her but she must be so close to God because God is building her character so strongly because she's going through those trials and tribulations and she's a very strong lady very very strong lady but she's been through so much in her life that's made her strong and God knows what person, uh, purpose God is doing that for her and what purpose she has to live. But she will. So you need to stop making excuses that life isn't fair. That I, you know, I could do a, run a business if I didn't have family responsibilities. I could run a business if I was living in Canada. I could have a, I could do this if I was living in America. I could do this if I was living in the UK. I don't care where you're watching this video. I don't care where you are listening to me today. I want you to accept the idea that life is not fair and it's not meant to be fair, okay? Life is as it is, just accept it. But also know the fact that God is fair. If God has given you a certain desire, if God has put a goal in your heart to have that business, to have that relationship, to have that child, to have that, I don't know, home or car, whatever desire that you have at the moment, then God will make a way for you as long as you're willing to accept the challenge. You have to rise up to the challenge. So for example, if you are currently in a nine to five job earning 50K a year and your goal is to have a seven figure business, then know that you first accept the desire that you want to have a successful seven figure business. Step number two would be finding out what kind of businesses you can run successfully or what kind of business you would like to run. Thirdly, would be working out, okay, what's my step first step? What's my second step? What's my third step? What's my way out? What's my strategy to exit my job and start on my business? Or do I run, or do I do it simultaneously? Or do I run my business during daytime and, and start my side hustle in the evening and eventually um, have an exit strategy for my, for my, for my, um, for my job to work full-time on my business? What am I supposed to do? And how can I do it? What talent abilities do I bring to the table? What talent abilities do I lack? Who do I need to hire? Where, where can I get this from? What talent abilities do I need to develop? Which one can I delegate? So forth. Are you with me? Right? So the first step is accepting that life is not fair. And we all know that. But if God has given you a desire, God is fair. So God will give you all the resources available and has already implanted within you. And they may be latent all the talents and abilities and everything that you could ever need to make that desire a reality, okay? It's all about you. It's about who you want. And it's about the person you become in the the process. 
it's not about you getting that car, that house, that business, that relationship, that child. It's about the person you become in the process while you are aiming to get that particular goal. Make sense? God is not there to make you suffer, to make you cry, to get you to get your hopes up and then disappoint you. God is there to build your character. God is helping you to realize your full potential. Somebody, I, I wish I could credit the, the speaker who said this. And um, I unfortunately, I, the names popped in my head. But the speaker said recently, I heard it on one of the videos that I was watching. He said, the reason why your soul is crushed at certain times is because you are so set in certain ways that before you can be remolded into a better version of yourself, your soul, you as a person, as you think you are, needs to be totally crushed. And I remember thinking that's absolutely true in my own case. So when my when my life fell apart back in 2016, when I found out about my ex's affairs and then I found out about all the other affairs and everything that he'd been doing during our seven, we were married for seven years and during our entire seven year of marriage, the, the amount of betrayal, the level of betrayal and things he'd been doing behind my back and everything and making me a fool or whatever, it completely crushed me in every way possible. It was difficult for me to explain to people how much it broke me as a person. And I had to keep myself strong for the sake of my children. So I remember for about two months when I first caught him in the red, in the, in the literally red-handed, I, I didn't sleep. I would, during the day, I would smile, put a smile on my face and keep everything going for my kids. But I would cry all night long on my prayer mat and I'll be praying the hundred, the midnight prayer, and I'll be crying to God and be asking for you know for 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 patience, for the ability to forgive my ex, for 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 all sorts of things. I was just crying my heart to divine source energy. That's how I was crushed. I was completely crushed as a person. But then from that, from when I was completely crushed and I completely broke down, I became a whole new person again. And I am so much stronger for it now. Now when I look back at my life, was that the most one of the most difficult stages of my life? Probably the most difficult stage of my life. But would I change it? No, because I wouldn't be now who I am had I not been through that experience. But the desire in me to make sure that I can provide for my children, to make sure that they still have that kind of lifestyle, to make sure they still go to those private schools and they have that kind of you know the, the, the opportunities available to them drove me to make sure that I had a certain amount of, you know, my business, I did set up a business. I was at home to my children. So my children got to see their mother rather than actually just a nanny. And my, my children were able to live a pretty much normal life and saw their mother regularly. At the same time, they had the opportunity to go to those certain schools and certain, um, you know, certain other things that were available to them. I made sure that I gave them everything that I wanted. And I did. I used that as a motivation and I became this strong, independent person. And it flourished into where I am at the moment, right? So have I done well? Yes, by most people's hands, in my own sense, I've done well. And I'm, I'm really, alhamdulillah, very grateful to Allah But the desire, every step of the way, if I look at it, the desire for, for, for me to have that came first. The ability came second. I didn't know I could be a, a, a podcast host. I didn't know that I could be a best-selling author. Come, keep in mind that I'm dyslexic. So becoming an international bestseller was never on my no, agenda. It, it never occurred to me that I could become a writer, let alone best-selling author. And to run not one, but multiple seven-figure businesses simultaneously while remaining full-time mother, you know, working around my children, working around from home, working with my kids and around their timetable, pick and drop and school runs and whatever else and everything else that I I do that with them. So I, I didn't think that was possible, but it was. 
And God gave me the ability to do all of that and the resources to be able to do all of that. And I was able to delegate a lot of the tasks and I have been able to do that because otherwise I wouldn't be able to do all the things that I can do at the moment. Does it make sense? God is always, always fair. Life may not seem fair, but God always is. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you got some value from it. And I hope you're you're picking up from my experience and from the people that I mentioned as well. You have so much ability, so much talent. God has given you so much talent ability, more than you could ever use in this lifetime, maybe in another 10 lifetimes. But a lot of that talent may be latent. And the only way you're going to be become familiar with it or become aware of it is when you are when you accept those desires, those secret desires in your heart for that job, for that business, for that you know achievement, for whatever it is that, you, that that secret desire in your heart that you want to achieve, you want to create, you want to do in this lifetime, and know that all the talent abilities that you need for that to fulfill that desire is already within you, and you, you just have to cultivate it. You have to bring it out to the surface, and any resources you need will be made available to you because God is there. And God will support you as long as you rise up to the challenge. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I will be back with another amazing episode. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.